This is the Liquid Courage Podcast, a in-depth look at every episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog. On this episode, we check out the Queen of the Black Puddle and Everyone Wants to Direct, featuring Taylor, Tim, and Sheldon. Now here are your hosts. Courage walked out of his house with a yawn as he adjusted his eyes to get used to the bright sun and sat in the sky. He walked timely as he looked around. A rusty brown ground surrounded him as he looked around nowhere, the place he had lived for so many years. The wheels squeaked as they went around and around upon the wind hitting it. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. As usual, he paid no real mind to the... I should have found one to begin with. And that would have been funnier. Are we fucking... I'm recording. I don't... Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> We're rolling. Who wants to do the intro? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Curtis Carly Dog Podcast. <laughs> we had a really fucking great one. And then... And then... And then... Uh, so all my energy's gone now. And as always, I'm I'm joined by my two dilapidated co-hosts. <laughs> Hello. Hi, I'm Sheldon. That's Sheldon. I'm Tim. The other one is Tim. That was a checks piece. I see. Yeah. Fucking. So why you, why are you eating during a podcast? That's really it's my podcast. Um, Actually, it's more Tim's podcast. Coup anyway. d'état. Coup d'état. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. You can edit this one. I'll let you do it all. You I, 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 the funny <laughs> thing is, if you send that to me, I'm just gonna send. I'm gonna put the whole thing up. I know just you unedited. Would. <laughs> uh, it's not really that much edited. So. It's like what Taylor edited in. He edited in a bunch of fun noises. And then that'd be it. I would just put noises in it. I would add a separate audio track to drown out our voices. Just sound sound effects, just <laughs> and it like would just cartoon be the sound, sound of bees. Oh. <laughs> uh, before before we go any farther, I do want to apologize because I'm in a new place and my audio setup is not what it should be yet. Yeah, he moved. Now we're here. I'm now in a studio apartment. Yeah, and now his apartment is a studio. Kinda, yeah. See what I did there? Uh, studio. Yep, there's studio only one camera. Apartment. It's on the bed. So, uh, welcome everybody. We're we're doing this again. We're here for your monthly dose of of the courage talk. Um, we've watched uh, an episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog. We've had some libations. Um, I was I was trying to find a good fan fiction uh, for an intro. Um, I didn't find one. And uh, I didn't find a, a, a bad enough one to also tickle your eardrums with. But don't you worry. One of these days, I will, I will do that for you. And I could possibly be reading a fan fiction titled A New Family by Shadow Awufu. <laughs> Is and that what you just, read? Tim, uh, yeah. Okay. Tim, could you be sure to put the timer on it when they can just they can skip just some just some things that come from the depths of my feels, thanks to all the curse the Carly Dog stuff that's been happening on Tumblr nowadays. Don't judge me. T U T V note, I do not own this wonderful TV show, nor do I own anything that, about it. That was the guy's uh brief summary of the story. <laughs> don't sue hey, me, please, God. It's amazing. <laughs> it's sixteen hundred words. Story. It's 1,600 oh. words. Wow. Yeah, it was posted in 2014, but maybe one day you'll hear that one, but not today. 
today instead we're going to talk about two episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog. And we're uh, I on the physical <laughs> copy because some of us have digital copies, but on the physical copy of <laughs> yes. uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, the complete series from Cartoon Network. It is the first episode of Disc 2. We did it, boys. We cracked Ooh. Disc 2. Congratulations all we around. We did it. For those of you that stuck with us, we always we, believed in you. Yeah, we are, we are still in Season 1. <laughs> by golly, we are on Disc 2. So here we are. Um, the Lady in the Black Puddle. Is that what it's called? It's, it's, it's called uh, Black Puddle Queen. No, it's called Queen of the Black Puddle. You're both wrong. Oh, I prefer Tim's the best. Actually, oh, I'm on the wrong page. That makes a little bit more sense here. There is but trivia. We, yeah, no, no. Black uh, but we are we are here to talk about these episodes. Uh, and sometimes we do like snappy things. I have nothing. I've got literally nothing else to talk about this episode. <laughs> um, it's done. We're done. Bye. I I'm not angry. I'm not sad. I'm not. Uh, I'm angry, a, but I can't channel that into a podcast. So it's a Saturday evening. Um, I'm hanging out with the the boys because that's what Saturdays are for, according to Barstool Sports. Well, this is the uh, best part of my this is the best part of my week. So is that because they can't tell you to get a cold one with the boys? Uh, maybe I don't know, but here here we are, and um, I don't know. You guys got anything to to add before we get into the the meat and potatoes of our show? Yeah. Well, if I had something to add, I would have added it already. So sadly, no. Hmm. No, I'm good. We're I'm <laughs> in a new place. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm not in a new place. Uh, and here we are. Um, what about a new place in life? Definitely <laughs> not. Nope. <laughs> We're <laughs> stagnating. Uh, but here we are. Creatively, we're, we're on fire. <laughs> Thumbs up. I, I didn't read a bunch of news stories that made me sad before recording. Thank so, God. It's okay. Uh, Just don't look at or, Twitter. Or too bad. <laughs> uh, president posted a meme this week. And it got uh, copywritten. It sure did. That happened. <laughs> now we're dated. Uh, and now you know when we're recording. But um, <laughs> season one, episode nine. Is that what we're technically on? Yes. 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 Episode nine. Uh, the first episode that we, well, the first half of the episode we watched, uh, Queen of the Black Puddle. Um, okay. Well, so, all right. Before we do get into that, I have a personal story. Oh. Do you guys remember? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Um, no. If you had cable in the early 2000s, do you remember when Fox, the channel, tried to do like a spooky scary monster of the week twilight zone-esque yes i do show oh, yes but they were like they were almost like tales from the crypt level of of creepy yeah they were <laughs> all campy don't. as hell and they weren't that yeah. good okay but you remember that show do you remember what that show is called no idea no cool 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 uh here's why because as this show started, as this episode started, I could have fucking sworn that I had hybridized this show, like this episode, with another episode or another show that I saw in the late or the early 2000s. Um, I yeah. don't remember what it was called. So you remember before and after the Mandela effect. That's interesting. 
But here's the thing, like, I remember only seeing one episode ever, and it was an episode dealing with black goo. Wait a minute. That would, like, infiltrate and, like, consume you. Wait, you're not talking about... There's a Cowboy uh, Bebop episode that's like that. That's cool. No, <laughs> that's this, was, this was like live did action. Pur- did it have a purple guy kind of shooting the goo at these people? No, it did not. Um, <laughs> from what I remember, it was just really fucking scary because I was a child. Um, and so I don't know what it was called, but I just know that I hated it. And it was so... It was big spooks. And that is useful because <laughs> I thought that this was that I thought that I had made a even scarier version of Courage the Cowardly Dog in my head and apparently I didn't but I'm still not happy that uh, I can't remember what this other show is called now I'm freaked out again but here I am so th- that tangent is because the entire time that we were watching this he was not you, feeling well. You noticed that I was really quiet. I did. I because did I was sitting here trying to go, is, is this the show? Is this the show? Did I like think it was something else and I just made it extra spooky in my head? And it's not. But now you know why I didn't talk long because I was just <laughs> confused as all get out. And well, so now you've got you've got me thinking about the raft from Creep Show, and that. Oh, yeah, I don't think it was that. <laughs> But uh, it's it's kind of nice that we're covering this in in good old October because um, it's my favorite month. It is a, it's this it's the scary month, and here we are. Um, and if anyone who listens to this knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> for the love of God, direct message our Twitter. Yeah, please God. <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking not up right stop now. Stop talking about this until you do. So <laughs> it's yeah. it's weird, man. Uh, but. Please go it, down the rabbit hole so we do not have to. Oh, I'll do it anyway. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, but it it's just super strange. And today, we watched The Queen of the Black Puddle, and it's eerily similar. It's going to be real to my memory of what we saw. Um, and so, I, let's just, I suppose, just go, and here we are. <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting episode. Uh, it rains in nowhere. <laughs> Which is a rare occurrence in itself. Which in itself yeah. is already terrifying. Yeah. Um, Surprised they didn't flood and die. Yeah, you kind of think it would. It's kind of a desert. Uh, right, main writer of this one is a, a Bill... Is it Marsili? I think. Yes. Uh, that's how you pronounce it. The writer, yeah. But, um, yeah, and so... Oh, maybe, maybe <laughs> there's some unresolved issues there, Bill. I don't know. Uh, but it rained... <laughs> And it rained in nowhere, and as you avid watchers know, that's uh, neat for them. <laughs> and it rains, and then there's puddles, because that's what happens after it rains, puddles. And there's, then there's one puddle actually. Well, there's it's not even there... like multiple puddles. It's just one. Well, I mean, in the one shot, you can see multiple. But then, yeah, later on, as Muriel and Eustace and the dog are hanging out, Eustace uh, does his his patented. Uh, ever so spooky uh, thing to courage, except this time it's not the mask that we all know and love. It's horrifying <laughs> lips and teeth, yep. which is probably worse. 
but probably well, not as bad as the eyeball thing that he yeah, did. Yeah, that eyeball thing's still oh, bad. Oh, God, yeah, no. <laughs> and then he laughs, courage runs out. Muriel commits sp- spousal abuse. Yeah, That's probably deserved. Out of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then Sheldon is right. There is Uno Poodle. That's not Spanish for one puddle. Uh, outside. And Courage walks over to it. And he looks at it. And, and then a sexy <laughs> lady appears. And... and- and she wants she wants him to come closer. Courage, being the smart dog that he is, no, B- books it. He books it out of there. He gets the street fuck smarts. Out. So discount Elvira. Uh, is... She really is. Yeah, she really is. Discount yeah. Elvira. And like, like that's the thing is like it's such an odd episode just for. I mean, it's creepy. Well, oh, it's God. it's creepy and it's weird because we gotta we have to address the physics of this episode. <laughs> and you can go again cartoon and I go I know but there is still established physics don't fuck with me uh, <laughs> and this purple haired no pupiled uh, sharp toothed uh, pale skinned lady tries to get courage to go to the puddle he says nah courage runs inside stands on a jpeg rug gives a description of puddle lady <laughs> everyone's like, uh, like that's that's neat chase. courage takes Muriel outside and goes, she's in there, and she... And Muriel, being the ever-intelligent individual of the family, goes, it must have been a fish. Must have been a fish. In a puddle. (laughs) That just... On a farm. In the middle of After a rainstorm. Yeah. (laughs) Or is that just her hoping? I... Yeah, I don't know. Or is it just like my dog's done stupid shit before, so I've just been like, ah, oh, he's fine. Are you? Do you think she just said must have been a fish to go like, oh, he's such a dumb dog. Uh, what a dog. <laughs> what a boy. You're an idiot, um, aren't you? Yeah, who's a good idiot? I doubt it, but I don't know. I it's it's very <laughs> strange. Got to back indoors. We're having tea. Yeah, Muriel decides to go get herself some tea. Eustace is drinking tea. And here's the first instance of we got to talk about how fucking shit works. Uh, because as Eustace is drinking his steaming cup of tea, uh, Elvira, I'm just going to say, a discount Elvira appears. And she is. Delvira. Uh, Delvira. Delvira. <laughs> Have you guys uh, looked at Elvira recently? No. You've not Don't looked at me. Elvira, Mistress of the Night? No, I haven't, and God, let this be the end of it. You should. Hey, here's the thing. If you, so, you know what she looks like, uh, like already, right? I mean, we we've made jokes about it already, so I. Well, yeah, but you do, right? You know yes. what Elvira looks like. Okay, cool, I can cool, already cool. hear hear you sending us the links, and it's those upsetting of, me. Those of you <laughs> that don't know what El, who Elvira is, Elvira, pulp late night television show host. She's... Um, and she was the mistress of the night. And she was kind of a vampire. She was a late night vamp, if you will. Um, and she was known because she dressed in black, had just the biggest boobs on TV for a while. <laughs> for sure. And they were not afraid um, to, to put them no, out there. No. And they were, they were very probably plastic even then. Um, but Start she looks so bad crazy. now. No, that's the thing. If you, she is currently, she was. Let's see. Uh, Elvira Cassandra Peterson is her real name. Whoa. She is. Uh, 
how old these days? I can't even remember. It well, she's up there, but she's was not... she like in her twenties during the show or thirties? Yeah, she is sixty-eight years old. Huh. She is a decent, if not to good looking uh sixty-eight year old still now. Like she is is still in pretty great shape. Yeah. You're saying she could come back as Elvira. She, she has could. That's yeah. the thing though. No, she's appeared as Elvira in other things. Like still and like yeah, makeup and cameras, but she still looks pretty good. But like there was a time your parents, those of you listening to this, some of you might be older, some of you might be around our age was 20s uh early well not early 30s yet but still um your there's a very good chance that your dad's <laughs> maybe your mom's on late night television from the 1970s onward uh you know just had some fun looking at some Elvira pictures they jacked it hard they cranked it real real deep I'm just saying, if any of you uh, have ever gone through your dad's things and found like a gothic posters, I have some news for you. Yeah, don't touch them. And there's a reason why they're all like, you know, crinkly. There's and... a reason why the black light. Holy works. shit, she was born in Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> nice. I didn't know that. Man. Elvira represent. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> That's my aside about Elvira. Just... So back to Delvira, or, or or we can just keep we can just Google more Elvira things. I mean, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> forever. We can, we can do a special on Elvira and Vincent Price. It's okay if, um, if you want more. Show, I'd love it. If you want more <laughs> information on her, us. yeah. If you want more information on her, you can just look up the documentary In Search of Darkness, which she's in. That came out this year. So. Or Google. Um, Along with that, that clown documentary. Oh, was that you talking about the Wrinkles the Clown one? Yep, the guy who inspired the clown epidemic. Yeah, if you yeah go Wrinkles the Clown, the clown that was hired to scare kids. Um, mm -hmm. So that's fun. So he's a regular so, clown. That's we great. live in a society. <laughs> uh, hey man, he's but, probably more normal than most people. He's like, ah, I fucking hate. He those is kids. in Florida though, so. <laughs> yeah, and suddenly we're back out. Uh, but Delvira appears in uh, the tea and she calls Eustace's name many a time and Courage is at the window he turns around to see this his eyes bulge out of his head uh, Elva Delvira flicks some water on uh, Eustace's face <laughs> and, and he immediately yeah. yeah he's done he's hit it he's there yeah, He's he gets very uh, very moist Wet. there you go uh, but, uh, that happens. He kind of falls into like a weird, um, trance. Courage runs to get a euphoric state, if you will. Uh, he's missing the fedora. He is. Oh. But he has the baseball cap, so I guess I can't say too much. He is an old man. <laughs> uh, Courage runs and gets Muriel. Muriel comes back and says, We got a leak. Eustace has go to go fix, fix that leak. Fix leak. Eustace fix leak by putting bucket under leak. Which and is more of a... Then he's a real dick. <laughs> and he Why does a... bad? He does a real good boomer humor and goes, <laughs> ah, you can't even make a cup of tea. It's like, ah, life bad. <laughs> so here, here's a question. Sure. Uh, yeah, the architecture of the house? That's... 
That uh, we that still, leak. Where is that coming yeah. from? I don't. It's, the fucking ceiling. It works Tim. its way. Okay, we. You know. <laughs> right, but it, it appears, also turns into a woman and dances for It does. For the, him, so. the 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 It definitely is coming from the roof. But I don't. I mean, I don't know if that means that it's like dripping up in the attic and then down to the kitchen. Okay. Okay. I guess what? that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, it. I. I literally can't tell. Um. In In this episode, we noticed that the wallpaper in the background of the kitchen is flowers. By the way, red flowers. Hold <laughs> on to that thought. Um. And the drip again turns into a uh, disc Del- Delvira, <laughs> as we've we've coined, and she Don't is uh, a big, a big thick, uh, a big thick drop, thick with two C's, and she calls to Eustace and then squirts him in the face with more water. He gets all euphoric again. Don't say it. Courage, like that. <laughs> courage no, sees fine. it. He calls Muriel. Muriel comes in. Eustace is in the fucking bucket. He needs to get close. He he needs to get as close as he can. That's right. He's in there. And then we cut to what I think we need to stop cutting to, which is the old people's bathrooms. (laughs) And them them just stink. It's so wrong. Like, it's one of those things where I go, I get it. People bathe, but holy (laughs) shit. Shit, have we seen this bathroom? I think we've seen this bathroom in almost every fucking episode that has been. We've at seen the house. everyone naked in the bathroom once. See, I don't know if people yeah, actually we have. No, yeah, we have seen that. I now realize we've seen everyone yep. in the bathroom. I mean, at some technically, point in time. Eustace was wearing his underwear in that bathtub. Well, and that's the other fucking thing. He doesn't take <laughs> his hat off. He gets in the tub. Delvira appears, splashes him with a bucket. He gets wet again. Come Just with me. Everywhere he has to come with her, <laughs> and he sticks his head in the drain, and we figure out that this and not son of a the bitch. You're thinking. Uh, hey, I didn't even think of that joke, and I'm sad now. Uh, and then we see that the fucker had boxers on, and they're dry. Yeah. No, it was it was the heat of the arousal that dried them off, Taylor. Oh, I'm sorry. His nether regions got so warm that they ex- express dried his boxers. Did you see Delvira? <laughs> Yo, she was so hot. The whole room was on. Fire. All I'm, all I'm saying is, we if, were if, just talking about how old if, people were jacking it to Elvira. If yeah. you <laughs> listen to this, if you listen to this, and you've ever had that phenomenon where your genitals have gotten that warm, go to a doctor. No, they were just taking a note from the anime. It's, it's fine. No, if they were taking it over in the anime, he would have got a nosebleed and he would have melted into a puddle and said something stupid like ooh ooh. They were taking ooh. their own unique take on Speaking it. Speaking of which, I got yeah, <laughs> it. It was a matter of time before my energy came back. Speaking <laughs> of which, <laughs> hey, real people in the world, stop it. Hello? Stop with the ooh woos. <laughs> Mr. Gallagher. Stop it. Stop it. You know, I saw the apex of our society the other day at McDonald's, which is already uh, the best. You're not, the a- you're not at the apex. Oh, no, no, no. This man, not me. He's at the majority. This, No, no, no. This man is at the top of his game. He was wearing an anime sweatshirt that has the girls that have their tongue out. Yeah, the hentai one. Yeah. Oh, you mean... Yeah, that, one, that, one's re- that is real. 
That is a real sweatshirt that people are buying as jokes to wear in public. <laughs> yep. That's uh, I don't know if that man was joking. It's a TikTok. No, it's a fuck. It's a TikTok thing. Like no, people buy it for the like for that shit. And it Almost just, revealed too much. <laughs> it drives me insane. It, he, uh, it is such it is such a weird fucking thing. You, like, uh, let me let me put the cherry on top for this. Uh, as he paid for his stuff, she goes, "Oh, thank you." He goes, "Oh, thank you, woo." Mm-hmm. Oh, no, well, yeah, he did. I, I have a hard time believing. <laughs> no, you, he fucking didn't. Yeah, You're lying to me. And he Tim, said it. You're a chronic liar, but I'll accept it as truth. Oh. Because he said it and walked away more. all in one fell swoop. Not even like I don't. It's like he didn't even realize he said it, but this I know he knew he said it. This is what happens in Trump's America. And it, I I watched the man walk away and get his soda, and I was like, I. I need to leave. There's no reason to do business here anymore. I just don't get it. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to kink shame. If you whatever you do, you do you. But like there's a fucking point where you just go, that just seems like a weird thing to happen in in public. real life. Yeah, in public. Or the like, ooh thing, it's fine on the internet, but well, not so great in fucking, real life. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just fucking fuddy as shit these uh, days. No, it's it's not alright to ever do. Yeah, no, people get angry real fast. Yeah, but I just it's it's like I just don't fucking get it. Like, like I said, maybe maybe we're the fuds now. Maybe we're, I don't really give a fuck, but I also zoomers. don't do it. So but like, I'm not the just, fud, but I wish I would have gotten a picture of that man. It's such a weird thing. Like it's a weird thing that that is just a that is out there in like. And it, what's I think what's weirder is like if you were doing it genuinely, you do fucking you. It's the people that do it ironically that drive me more up a wall. I think because you're like you know what you're doing is upsetting because, everyone. Because it's like you do that shit and you're just like ah ha ha. It's not stop. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do? I don't fucking. Know. It's okay. <laughs> when he left McDonald's, I saw him Naruto run all the way to his car. So it worked. You're okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's the lie. That's the story <laughs> isn't real. No, I can, I can uh, believe that the last thing was just a lie because I've always pushed it one too far. <laughs> but like, I it's fucking weird. I don't know. Back to the goddamn episode. <laughs> but, so Delvira Uwus used to ah! into the drain, <laughs> and he just can't help himself. Yep. And uh, so then we cut to evening because all terrible things happen in nowhere at night. Uh, the puddle queen manifests. She comes in the house. She gets up. She floats up the stairs. That's how you save on animation budgets. Yep. She gets to the door. Can't go through the door. Melts into a puddle. Comes under the floor. Nope. Comes under the door. <laughs> there you go. And uh, courage has. A panic attack, and that is the best screenshot I've ever seen. As I like click through the hides under the covers thing, uh, and he hides under the covers as the brave boy he is. Delvira uh, splashes old Eustace with more water. He gets enchanted again. She carries him out to the puddle. They sink into it. Courage watches the whole affair from the window. And is unwavering in his shock and terror. He'll come back, I swear. Which now again, we we talk about the architecture of the house. The window that you that courage is at is in the bedroom. Right. 
which is that right above is, the living room. But that is the same, front. No, no, no. But that is the same window that when we cut to a uh, computer room, he runs to. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm like, but that's out front, which is the computer's window. <laughs> yes. So continuity uh, eh. issue here. So maybe There's we should go back and retcon that. Uh, we'll just go in and put a CGI ad ads in the background. That's um, right. When we I, I, we'll fix it when we fix the rug. We'll put another be a JPEG dog in. called I, Cowardly, who's a courage. I, I, <laughs> I like the fact that people still kick George Lucas for that shit. <laughs> How dare he retouch Star Wars and put more digital things in the background? And I'm like, <laughs> the man laughed all the way to the bank. He people replaced fucking... the original Anakin Skywalker in the the technically the yep. sixth movie. Sixth Fine. movie. People are fucking upset more with the new ones than they are with the pre sequels, and that's something I never thought I'd I hear. Know, right? Like that's so that's so crazy to me. But at Everyone's least there's like, pod racing. Fuck you, oh, pod wow. racing was rad. Pod racing it was, was the rad. Best part of the pre sequel, but it was pod the only was, good part. Pod racing was like ninety percent of that one movie. And then you you suddenly realize that there's a child that met who's his future wife. That is maybe Don't worry fifteen about it. Don't years worry older. about it. Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> space. People mature differently. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So Dicks are different in space. Dicks are different in space. All right. Oh, that is a t-shirt if I ever heard it. Dicks uh, are different in space. Dicks are different in space. Ugh. Oh, my God. Can I, rape if it's in space. can I get a presidential candidate? Oh, that, that one would be better. Can I get a presidential candidate <laughs> to accidentally run on that campaign? Dicks are different in space. Can I pay a can I pay a fiver to like celebrity cameos? Richard you Dickinson. should uh petition uh what's his name, the dude who wears the boot on his head and wants everyone to have uh, a real that pony. One, no, no 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 I want a he's real one. He's fucking insane though. I want Andrew no, Yang to do that people. shit. Um But uh Courage in shock runs to the kitchen, says hi to Muriel, who is crying because Eustace has left her. This is now another episode where we deal with a very heavy subject of Spousal abandonment. <laughs> yes. He left. I don't know why. He's gone. He met someone weirder. Like, it's one of those things where you like, theoretically, he, he left in the evening. Yeah. Um, she woke up. He wasn't there. Maybe he was like in the barn. Like, maybe she checked that already. We don't know. But like, it's the fact that she's like, he's left. I knew something was wrong, and he has just left. I was like, as we listened to that, I was like, oh, man, Mir- that's who. Like, if you listen to the words, if you go back and listen to that, that definitely sounds like, oh, no, he has definitely just left me. Oh, he's like, gone. He man. has abandoned me. Yeah. We have gotten a D-I-V-O-R-C-E. So, and, uh... like, it's fucking crazy to me because it's such a fucking heavy thing to just interject like oh it's all weird and funny and haha it's like <laughs> this is not one of those left. episodes that are just they it got to a point where it's just like why is this so deep why why are you doing this but it's just so fast though you don't really notice it yeah and then she's she's crying it's fast for us because we weren't here for the whole thing yep yeah. She's crying, and now I get to the first part of my favorite trivia for Queen of the Black Puddle. <laughs> and in fact, it's the only trivia that I have for 
the black puddle. Wow, I have a sudden strange feeling we're looking at the same fandom when, page. Hey, guess what? When Courage goes to cheer up Muriel, he does the list of the following. He tries to give her some tea. He tries to give her an ice cream sundae. He makes a balloon animal. He puts on a puppet show, and he hits himself in the head with a frying pan. That's all. Those are all tropes of, like... Early television, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that you are correct about that. But I like that that is the only trivia that <laughs> is here episode, yeah. for this episode. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the other episode, there's like one, two, three, four, five pieces of trivia that are all completely different. Maybe there's more trivia in the, this Black Puddle one, but we don't. But nobody's smart enough to get them. Yeah, no one's done it. Yeah, there's <laughs> maybe there's not even any trivia on the Black Puddle Queen's page in fandom. She's really disappointed. She is. It is her debut, though. They do say in the, the very top, she's considered to be one of Courage's signature enemies in the series, despite only appearing in a small Bullshit. number of episodes. Signature. Yeah, Bullshit. she's she's in two episodes. Two. Bullshit. That's it. She's not fucking signature. This is somebody's. This is somebody else cranking it over their Elvira fantasies. Hey man, they're into it. Like you gonna that unhinged jaw at the end. It just sometimes. Oh, here's her one quote. Hey, you want to hear her one quote? <laughs> Eustace, Eustace, come with me. Come with me. There you go. That's the one quote that they've attributed to her. Fuck off being the most memorable. <laughs> I did not fucking remember. I did one of. It said one of. Fuck off. That's not real. That She's <laughs> not one of the signature villains. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. Like, Yeah, Jesus but you also Christ. said you never saw the episode. So. No, but now I've realized that I did. But it was, but it was one <laughs> of those things where I was just like, oh, right, it's that. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at the fucking on the sidebar of the Black Puddle fandom page just now. It was like other things people have looked at, and cats and King Ramses are both right there. Yep. Like, fuck you for being one of the most signature. Eat me. Get out. It's not real. Just because some fucking dude somewhere was like, well, she was hot though. She's my favorite. Mm. I don't know why. I can't explain I why. I just really liked her. She She's... made me really happy. Oh, yeah. good. This is, might uh, be a good time to say that this episode does get strangely sexual in a wow. lot of points. Well, I mean, the whole the thing, whole like, thing. the whole thing is her seducing Eustace. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing, right? <laughs> the bulk of the episode is her trying to seduce an old man to come with her. Yeah. Well, at least they're doing it together. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Quiet, you assholes. <laughs> yeah. I mm, no, not a good one. Mm, well, fuck you both. Well, it was one of those things where I'm I was sorry, like, "Sorry, I wasn't paying." Attention. I I had a thought, and then I immediately retconned that thought in my own head because I was like, "Ah, if if we get if <laughs> we're gonna get in trouble, this, yeah, this one's gonna get clipped, and I'm never gonna live it down." This this episode, so I didn't. This episode of the podcast, when it goes on YouTube, is already demonetized. By, uh, <laughs> fucking monetized <laughs> like we have any money. Yeah, um, we've made zero dollars so far. Yeah, and zero I've made to come. Fuck you. That's because you gave that guy a shoelace. And he's going to say something so much worse, <laughs> and then you thought about our friendship just a little bit more than not at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so courage attempts to cheer up Muriel, doing those things that we mentioned. 
um, does a really good reference of the uh, like was it 18th century like puppet show of like the the like the, just the clubbing each other. Yeah, the English like clubby thing. I can't. I used to know the name of it, and I've I don't now because I've had the bonking libations. Uh, Muriel's still sad. Courage goes well. I gotta fix this because of course he does because he's the dog. There's only one way to fix it. I gotta save that fucking farmer. Finds a scuba suit. <laughs> puts on. Well, he doesn't. Excuse me. He finds a scuba tank and flippers and goggles. Says his signature uh, line of the things I do for love, and uh, hops his his little pink ass into that there puddle. <laughs> But he notices that the puddle is getting smaller and that he has to work fast. Also, can we uh, point out how the puddle is making an indent in the fucking ground? Oh, yeah. We talked about the hole that we're like. I'm assuming that the hole was there. So, like, I'm assuming that that was where the where episode. (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah. You might be right. I'm assuming that that was, like, the garden that got all fucked up. Like, I think that I'm putting entirely too much canonical... Or Thought. one of the few mini holes that Courage just dug looking. Yeah, because he Who does knows? that shit, as we've seen. Um, Fucking Courage, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Hops in the puddle. We go by uh, a pirate ship, uh, a diver, and uh, some treasure. Those are all things found in fish tanks. And hey, so guess on. what? I've just now added more t- fucking trivia to the <laughs> yeah, trivia page. No way. Look Jesus at Christ. Wow. It's a fish um, tank. By the way, the recent activity on the wiki is like over King Ramses and Courage meets the mummy. So the I same hope that it's that someone people... that listened to us and went, these guys didn't notice And this. went back and fixed things or something. <laughs> my my goal is to have our own page on the fandom and my have it just be these are sponsored by Arby's. That too. Arby's, when you want to shit blood. <laughs> well, there goes that one. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Remind me to show up in your next live stream. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you haven't uh, showed up in many of them. <laughs> nothing, nothing, I didn't say nothing. I'm going to let that silence speak for itself. Um, then we swim past some a whole bunch of really happy skeletons. Uh, and then we swim past a gate and a fence. And I'm going to get mad again. Because uh, he swims, and, he opens the fence door in an underwater. Uh, I'm fine with him swimming through it to begin with. It's later, that pisses me off. Um, <laughs> he swims up to a castle where he sees Eustace all dumbfounded, and now I have questions because we're underwater. Eustace is a is a man. Did she put a, a bewitching water breathing curse on him? So that's she's not. That's a corpse. I was thinking about it. Uh, have you guys seen the Death Clock ep- or Death Clock? Yeah, Metalocalypse ep- Metal episode uh, mm. where they record in liquid oxygen. Mm, I, I don't... have. That's also a reference to uh, the movie. What movie was that? Was it Jaw? No, no. It was Jaws. What? Was it the Abyss? Was it the Abyss? I have no idea. I I, I don't know. What don't you... know that far. <laughs> but I think it's uh, the Abyss. That's that's what I think the underwater part there because courage also is not breathing at all, which but he has but he's no, holding he's, his he's, breath. He's got an oxygen tank too, but he doesn't oh, have does anything he? connected to his mouth. Yeah, but he's a dog. 
Okay, yeah, I guess that, that's the best point we could come it with. It checks out, sir. <laughs> yeah. Tim, Tim, what are you doing? Why are you splitting hairs? This is a cartoon. No, no, it's... Uh... You see, the joke is... Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is the abyss. It is the abyss. Okay, in, that's... In the, yeah. in the abyss, uh, they, they do... Like, they're in liquid oxygen. Which apparently... Is a thing, yeah. You can yep. do. Yeah. Yep. Apparently just, your body doesn't realize you're not drowning, though. It freaks the... F yeah, you have to... It's mental. You have to, like, go through it and be like... You have to be knocked out for it to really work. No, 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 no. Like, you can totally do it conscious, but you just have to, like, convince your brain that you're not gonna fucking die. Because, basically, water is still entering your lungs. Yeah, and it's, going. it's fucking... If you've not watched the, the liquid oxygen breathing scene from the Abyss, it is weird, and I hate it, and I don't like it. Um, and yeah, there you there you go. Uh, that's that's find... that's my. And I'm ninety percent sure they they did that. Like I think they did that. I don't know though. I don't know if they did it, but Man, I don't know the abyss that well. So. There, there's it's some been method acting. Ever since I watched the abyss. When we get to the next part of this episode, we'll talk about. Uh, uh, the man who people have method acted for when they didn't know they were going to method act. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they see him in the castle uh, and they are and able to... Is about to get laid. Yeah, yeah. What yeah do you think he's so? ready, man. He's <laughs> there. Um, courage then puts fucking one and one together, not even two and two. <laughs> and realizes that uh, Delvira is going to give Eustace a necklace, which, admittedly, it's a the cool necklace, necklace that she gives him and the necklace that Courage sees on the corpses are two very different <laughs> but similar enough to to work together necklaces. This is a this is a problem of like here's the high detailed action, <laughs> and then shot. here's the painting, <laughs> and here's the background painting that we did a shot of. Um, I wonder if that's something that she has to do. Or see, if that's I something... was trying to figure that out, too. I was like, do you have to fucking give him a cool necklace before eating him? And you just fucking eat it. Oh, by the way, she turns into a horrible fish monster and goes to eat him. Yeah. I, for, I should probably say that before we get... Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spoilers. Turns out, no fucking, only consumption. And not tuberculosis. So boar, cool. Man, she's like a praying no, mantis, except just, they don't it's fuck. It's just food. If it, it, would be, it would be Vor if she... She has big enough jaws and courage didn't let her go far enough. Who knows? Uh, I don't th but I think... Uh, mm. Vor, you're not like... There wouldn't be so many dead skeletons if it was Vor. I don't Vore. think you're, you're actually... No, they pass through. Ugh. Yeah, that's how it works. You don't break down skeletons bones? skeletons are in one piece, aren't they? Uh, you don't break down bones, though? You're the chest trap? Well... You're not supposed to eat bones. Yeah, I guess I would never know. <laughs> You're also not supposed to bore anything. <laughs> but this is a mystical dark lady. Listen, if you so... got a shrink ray, you got a shrink ray. You get down, you know, it happens. Does Elvira have an email? Probably. <laughs> oh, I would imagine. She probably doesn't pay attention to it, though. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Dear Elvira... Have you ever bored a person? Thanks. <laughs> P.S. Vore means Liquid you ate Courage a person. <laughs> Long time listener, first time emailer. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yes, it is. Um, 
No. Mm. So here here comes the best part of the episode that no. Taylor loves. It's his favorite part of the episode. You guys, we can actually, we can technically email Elvira. <laughs> oh. you, can send her, you can just send her actual mail, too. That's not surprising from your, to me. To from your honest. favorite fan, Voreuristic. <laughs> Vory boy. <laughs> oh, I'm out. I'm out again. Elvira's got a Funko Pop. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Why would you have a fucking Funko <sighs> Because she's Elvira. Because uh, she makes money she off of it. She can do what she fucking wants. <laughs> she can make money off of it, so she's going to do oh. it. Stupid. There's the word Taylor, again. if you could make like $10 a pop from a Funko, Funko pop. pop. Yeah, let's say we put all all these episodes on a CD and we sell it, and you make ten percent. <laughs> then we get sued. Well, yeah, yeah. The we same. sell it on the black market. Different. Dear lawyers that are looking at this now, hey, we're not hey, going to do that. iHeartRadio, can you fucking pick us up or Maximum Fun? Somebody, please. Um, <laughs> Fuck it, serious I, SM, I don't. FM, I don't want to go to work on Monday. No one um, says you. I don't want to go either. Uh okay, let's yeah. fucking ep- let's talk about the thing that we're supposed to talk about. But um, this is the what? part of the episode that's your favorite part, Taylor. Ah, fuck off. Well, first uh, he saves or he saves Eustace. From yeah. Getting- so yeah, and so Eustace puts on necklace. Del- <laughs> Delvira turns into weird angler fish lady, um, and Courage then freaks out, and instead of like. I feel like there's about seven or eight other ways he could have helped Eustace in this scenario. No, he, he fishing goes, rod. He goes back to the ship, breaks the front thing off. It has a hook on it for some reason. And turns it into a fishing rod, which he throws in, which physics again go out the window. We're underwater. Uh, it's a harpoon, but we don't It's not that. a harpoon. It's a fishing rod, and he hooks Eustace's pant leg. He pulls him through a brick fucking wall, and he starts swimming away. That's and a you're like, small room. Now, it is. It is a yeah. very tiny room. Force perspective is strong in this one. Uh, and Eustace. He pulls Eustace out of the room. He starts swimming towards the gate, and I get the fucking angriest here. Because, <laughs> dear listener, we are underwater in a watery environment. The fucking movement that you do is your oyster. You can go in so many directions. Yeah, up, you... down, sideways, forward, reverse. Do a loop-de-loop. Do whatever you fucking want. <laughs> go for it. If a gate in front of you closes and it's not a fucking dome, go over the fucking gate. But no! Gate closes and courage is too polite to go around it. So then we gotta have a fucking ass <laughs> the fucking chase-ass bullshit. With some fucking dumbass shit. And Courage is... Yeah. And he baits Eustace, uses him as bait. She runs into the gate, breaks it, still chases him, comes out of some skulls, chases Courage, goes back up to the room, and then she gets him trapped. She gets her trapped in a clam, which was her bed, which I have more questions about. Why would you have a bed that you can't get out of? There's other jokes in there. I'm not going to make them. And as the puddles are closing... I mean, start... have you ever been into bondage? I was going to say, no. don't kink shame her. God damn watch it. Watch me, fucker. Uh, <laughs> and we watch as uh, Courage tries to Escapes get used to... through the gate, not over out it. The ga- through the gate, not over the gate, out a puddle of Muriel's tears. 
and into the goddamn living room <laughs> through a terrible JPEG CGI stretch Photoshop <laughs> thing and safety, and it's all fine, and <laughs> Muriel's happy, she hits him with a frying pan, and then the dumbass dog goes and takes a bath and meets Selvira. And <laughs> meets fucking Curvira. Dog Hort Dog Vira. Do Vira. So... <laughs> the last mi two minutes of this entire episode make me so fucking angry. It's all right, Taylor. It's okay. Because I have I most of the time in Encourage the Cowardly Dog episode, my questions are at least semi wrapped up. In a cat's motel, I'm like, oh, they got away from cats. He's away. In a in the 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 the, the, the shavy man, freaky Fred he goes, goes back, back to jail. King Ramses goes the back. The funny farm for haircutters. <laughs> inside. Meanwhile, we've established that Delvira can just come out through any puddle, ever. She wants. There's no closure, and uh, now we have Dog Vira, and I hate it. <laughs> so there is one thing on the wiki that will uh, help you. Horseshit, there is. Uh, this is the last sentence of the the plot synopsis. Um, so everything is angry. back to normal, but when Courage takes a bath at night, another queen materializes in the bathtub. This time in dog form, another queen materializes in the bathtub. Oh, so it's a different. Queen. So there's multiple. This episode queens. ends with Courage looking befuddled at the screen. This episode ends okay. with Courage getting wet. With Courage looking at Fuck the screen, off. going, "Can you believe this shit?" Oh, I just can't <laughs> believe it. Zip. The things I do for love. It Zip. makes me so angry. <laughs> that makes a different. There's a different meaning to that right now. It makes yeah. me so mad. It makes me How sad. close to death would you come to get laid? I've gotten pretty close. <laughs> like, this is one of those episodes where I was like, okay, I am with you. And now I'm just angry at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. I am a 27-year-old man that's <laughs> angry at a children's cartoon because there's not enough closure. <sighs> Taylor's going to therapy. <laughs> There's a puddle. The fucking puddle. Let me tell you about the goddamn puddle, Doc. The fucking puddle. And it doesn't. And she can come out of it. It's Why do we no, have the puddle? It's, <sighs> it's, it's, it's fun. Taylor, just take this right here. Just go ahead. And... Jump off the cliff. He's, he's fucking walked out of the room five minutes ago. It's so like, stupid. How long it's until so my next appointment? Fucking dumb. 35 minutes? Oh, Jesus. Smoking a cigarette inside. Yeah, it's tell me about the puddle so again. So stupid. <laughs> So, uh, so I I have a uh, a fun little role play thing that we should do right here. Uh huh. So what? so Taylor, you can play as uh, Dilworth, and I'll play oh. as the uh, and Sheldon, you can help me as well. We can play <laughs> as the board at Comedy Central or Cartoon Network. It's like, hey, this this episode is strangely sexual. Maybe this shouldn't be a cartoon. It's fine. <laughs> fine it's Fuck a cartoon you, man it should be a cartoon no it's no fine. mr, mr. dillard we've, we've we noticed that a lot of the episodes are spooky but this one just a why is it's this fine. one so sexual dillard? ever seen elvira it's i'm referencing elvira she's she's fucking hot yeah i, I uh, kids will love it i remember elvira yeah yeah uh they are get super wet so why do you spray water on the farmer teaching kids how to take baths 
but through a cup of tea. It seems a lot. It seems a lot. I'm like really shitty. I, 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 I <laughs> why really is, portray. Why is Dilworth I, smoking the whole time? <laughs> Dilworth's not smoking. He's getting he's getting the cocaine off the table. Yeah. Um. It's one of those things Dilworth, where I just go you're my like, favorite creator. <laughs> oh my Chris! Oh my Christy Christ! <laughs> what? It's just one of those things where like I go, this episode was fucking every. Yeah, this one should and nowhere. <laughs> It, I had it a great time. Could you imagine if this came out today that there would not be a fucking frenzy about it? I don't think it would be that bad. Like, I think that the tension's there, but I've seen some other shit. Like, we're talking about the world where Steven Universe is still on the air. What about Whoa, the one yeah. where a balloon shoves an eggplant up his ass? Come on. Yeah, man. that happened too. <laughs> that's that fine. Was, I don't care about That's the amazing world of Gumball. Yesterday. <laughs> that was Gumball. <laughs> Oh god! It was. It was the amazing world of Gumball, and Whew. like if they can get away with that, I'm sure this would be fine. Is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, like it's it is one of those things where I just go, "What the fuck was this though? Who's who's." Response at the end of the whole thing was like, "What if it was like weirdly sexual?" So. By the way, the writer of this episode, uh, he only wrote three episodes in the first season. Uh-huh. Please tell me the other episodes. So you'll be super surprised. Uh, he wrote lie. Freaky Fred. He wrote King mm. Ramsey's Curse and Queen of the Black Puddle. Huh. Jesus Christ. So, but he didn't come back until season three. I forgot there was that many seasons. There's season four. Yeah. There's four seasons. <laughs> I forgot. We potentially have like, four years of this podcast. All, the, the problem is, is we're hitting all the episodes that I know and or that I remember, I suppose. There, also, that yeah. that writer's uh, that writer's newest uh, writing credit. Okay. Yes. It's an episode of Turbo Dates. Oh, well, I'm sorry. What the fuck is Turbo Dates? I have no idea. The IMDb page doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> Perfect. Go, go, Power Rangers, Turbo Charge. To turbo Dates. It's the strangest. He also co wrote the 2006 thing. film Deja Vu. It all makes sense now. <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> That's such a bad movie. Yeah, that's a bad one. It's a bad movie. I know it's got seven fucking stars on IMDb, but it's we've a all seen movie. worse movies, but that movie's not great. It's not great. Oh, no, his it's Wikipedia page is really bare. Like, really, there's nothing on it. It's fucking weird. Like, it's a weird episode. Is I don't he... know how I feel. Yeah, it's so. uh Sheldon said we... Del Virus. Let's fucking let's oh, do it. Del Virus. Yeah. I said four yeah. out of five Del Virus. Let's throw this. Let's oh. get this thing away. We'll give it me. a, a three point five Del Virus. Yeah, I would give it a solid three. It's okay. Be honest. You can be as honest as you want. No, I, I as I, I like it's a, it's one of those episodes where I go, it's not bad. Like it's got a lot of weird and wacky shit in it. But like I just was, I was so fucking confused by so much of it most of the time, and like because uh because we're not children, we just accept shit as it comes towards us. <laughs> um, 
because that's what kids do. I'm sitting here going like, I hmm, how did this pass? Yeah, how did I this? I don't, I don't know how. And nothing would be it works. sexual. You're a kid, and you're like, oh, that's. To be awful. honest, there was a lot that's more sexual fine. cartoons there was out other there. Shit too. on, yeah. yeah. But like, it's just the fact that I go, but the put, like, I can't get past the puddle thing. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not the gate that got you. Like that's that the one. too. That too, that, but yeah, that's funny. That got like, you. That at least, yeah. that at least is funny. Like I go, ah, it's mad at it, but it's funny in the moment. <laughs> but like here now, I'm just like puddle thing makes me more. I don't. It means it, the lady can appear at any time. She can be anywhere. Yet, yeah, she doesn't, and she doesn't come back. So if they had a, she comes back once. She does in the fourth season. You're right. She comes back for like the team up. That's so dumb. Where all the bad guys get together, and guess who brings them together to kill courage? The cats. Yeah. Oh, and she also comes back. Eustace. The... Oh yeah. Oh, I don't remember that episode yeah. too fondly. It's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. Uh, it's not. It's not a fan favorite, Tim. And it's in the fourth season. It's in the fourth <laughs> season, and yep. uh, she comes back in that uh, fandom fan fiction we read, where all the did, all the evil guys one, come back and. Fucking, they come to help him. They come to fucking help? don't get me started on that bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Fan fictions are fucking crazy. You know who directs the best fan fictions though? Dilworth? That that I don't know, but hey everyone, you should go to Elvira's uh YouTube page, <laughs> which is Elvira.com, click on contact her. and send send her uh fun contacts. Tell her to join us on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I would love to have her talk about a little bit of her episode. That'd be yeah. awesome. Honestly, just talk about her bullshit. Yeah, That'd anything. Yeah, too. just talk to us. Let's all get drunk and talk to Elvira. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking awesome yeah, thing. That sounds like a great episode. That's a good time. <laughs> huh. Uh it's it's never gonna happen. I don't I don't like know why. I literally I literally just had and I had a a moment when you guys said that. Like I had like anxiety and fear run down the back of my spine. Like don't fucking promise that. Don't do that. We're don't not do that. promising a single fucking thing. It was just like my immediate my immediate reaction was to recoil when you started talking. It was just like Mm-mm, you Mm-mm. actually think that's gonna happen? <laughs> no, I mean crazier shit has um, oh my god her fucking shop is the best though now at least it's not a goop let's get off uh, of elvira let's, oh uh, my god let's move yeah. on to holy shit you can buy a button-up t-shirt with her on it huh now when you say her when you say button-up <laughs> t-shirt like a like a fancy boy t-shirt or not t-shirt, but like a fancy boy tee or shirt, like a button tee, whatever it is, a short sleeve tee, fuck it, you know what I mean. <laughs> also, there's a sweatshirt, you can buy a sweater with Elvira on it too, for your ugly Christmas sweaters. Holy shit, this is the I'm best store ever! I might do that actually, that sounds like a really good idea for an ugly Christmas sweater. She has her own cosmetics and fragrances! I told you man, she's making money, like she never has to do anything ever again. She has the. Well, why would you? Yeah, exactly, right? She has more than muff- enough money. She could start it's starring a, crazy. a Benton Tarantella movie. Mm. 
No, is that not a good segue? Well, that fuck was a you, bad though. segue. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I, I didn't, didn't like it. it. I know. That's why I did it. Meanwhile, by the way, you can buy a pin from Elvira.com. This is Vegas or Bust, and it's a pair of breasts with nipple tassels that spin. <laughs> I'm with it. Let's do it. <laughs> what are we going to... Gonna buy them and wear them together? What the fuck? Hell yeah, twinsies, bro. That'd be weird. That'd be a strange fetish. Speaking of fetishes, let's talk about fetishes and especially the fetish of Quentin Tarantino and his love of feet. But actually, not Tarantino, and instead a new character. Tarantella. See, that's how you do it, Tim. That's how you do it. Oh, is that how you do a segue? Hell yeah. Yeah. No. But either way, uh, yours was fine. I just like to be shit. No, you're fucking idiot. Um. Okay. The next episode is weird because, like, we have the first episode, which is very fun and kind of strange and odd, and that's fine. That's cool. I enjoy that. It was weird. We got a little angry. It's it's all right. Uh, the next one uh, actually <laughs> kind of unsettling. Yeah, it's actually if pretty only good. for the art. Yeah. Yeah, those zombie faces are uh, like good like like disturbing good, yeah like they're really good method actors but it was it was return of the Levi- living dead style i think yeah compared to like yeah. everything else there was a if lot of have, pop culture you, references in that one if you haven't watched return of the living dead that's when zombies actually say brain brain yeah um but the next episode of, or the next part of this. Everyone wants to direct. Everyone wants to direct. Now, we are a, we we are in a creative medium. Doing this. Well, um, I was gonna say, speak for yourself. Tim's not creative. Apparently, Tim you got it here. <laughs> Tim. I actually. Tim's a hack. I have He's recently worked first. on a movie set, so you can fuck Tim, off. Tim, who works in the cre- in the in the filmmaking industry, is not Says creative. Not creative. I want. I want. Ever. I want all of it. Current and future employers to hear that clip. Oh, um, they know. But <laughs> they're hearing this, Tim, they know. Tim <laughs> it in every day of his life. Every day. Um, but in in this industry, you you, you probably meet some freaks, and some and some weirdos. Oh yeah. I can in Kansas, uh, we just have freaks and weirdos. They're just not in an industry. Um, they're mostly on meth, uh, but what is it with meth in Kansas? Um, it, just... it was real popular for a long time. A lot of it, it, because we've had. Are you, you saying know, it's not uh, popular now? It's, it's super not popular as, now. It's no, it's not as bad as it was. That's true. Um, but like, it's because we've got a bunch of abandoned buildings where you can steal copper out of. And uh, I, mean, I personally know somebody who's like addicted to meth. I so. know several people. I had a, a teacher I went to high school with at one point tell me, he's like, yeah, I had a couple meth days, you know, in life. I was like, whoa, oh. that's fucking weird. You sh- shouldn't have told me. Don't tell people about that. Yeah, yeah. That's something you can do yourself. You've got unguarded anhydrous ammonia. Um, Just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> fucking meth heads will go up to those and will drill into the bottom of them. That shit explodes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, fucking does. <laughs> well, so Kansas is full of, you know, I've actually heard a meth lab explode before. Have you boys ever heard that? Uh, I may or may not have lived next to one, but we're not sure. 
Oh, yeah. I've had that problem before, too. Welcome to Kansas. Anyways. As all the animals lick, okay. lick the bus next to our house. <laughs> Let them know. Hey, everybody else, don't listen to them. It's fine. Come fine. <laughs> Visit fine Kansas state. today. You got cool shit. I swear to God, I'll fucking dropkick you. We swear um, we're not Detroit. <laughs> uh, we're not Detroit. We're also not St. Louis. Um, <laughs> but um, there's some weirdos out here. But I think a, an actual zombie would probably peg in most people's ideas of... That's, we should probably talk to somebody about that, but apparently not the bags, because this next episode uh, deals with Zambos. Eustace Z- Zambambos. Back. <laughs> yeah, Eustace yelled at a hunchback, yeah. but is okay with a, a literal zombie. So we start this episode on a dark and not-so-stormy night when there's a knock at the door. It's very late. The fuck there's one thing you learn, if there's one thing you learn in Kansas... You don't open your door after a certain hour. At least Nothing no good happens. I just don't yeah. open my door. <laughs> they Tim don't have very good people. protection. I it's wait to hear. Door, I just they knock it is on my only door. a screen door. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. With, with, a de- with a lock in it, by the way. Like, <laughs> oh, there's a deadbolt. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's just a normal lock. And I'm just like, that <laughs> seems wrong. Keep the mosquitoes out. But uh, there is a man who knocks at the door, and they open it, and you, the viewer, realize very quickly that that is a zombie. <laughs> that that is... shit's a zombie. That's I've wrong. been in a few movies. And it is a zombie who is very decrepit, but is hiding his appearance behind a Groucho Marx nose. And there's something <laughs> about the way this this whole character looks. And as I'm staring at him now, like it is a cartoon... But it's just one of those moments where you're like, that is a legitimately kind of horrifying I, thing. I'm honestly surprised that this isn't the episode I remember. <laughs> oh, I remember this episode. Like, no, I remember it I remember now it watching it, but it's not the episode I think of. I and it the, really yeah. should be. It should be. I really yeah. fucking should That's be. That's the thing, right? Like, I remember the character. I don't remember the episode all that much. And he says that he is a famous... And this is how you know it was made at a different time because he is an independent <laughs> film director and he didn't shorten it to indie. That's how you know that this was made in a different time. By the way, original original air date for this episode was March second, uh, two thousand. Um, and I was a, eight. Yeah, he introduces I was himself as Benton Tarantella. <laughs> Which, yeah, those of you that are, uh, it's it's a, a well versed that don't well, get the subtle clue. Well versed. It's M Night Shyamalan's pen name. Ah oh, fuck, got it. <laughs> no, it's a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> reference. Um, which, Tarant okay, two thousand Tarantino was a very different Tarantino than the Tarantino we currently are dealing oh, with. Oh God, yes. Uh, and so I think that's probably how and why they are able to do this because in 2000 Tarantino had only done he'd done a few he did uh, kind of natural really born shit. killers he did I think pulp fiction came out in the late 90s well yeah and so like if we like there is from pulp fiction was 94 you had Reservoir Dogs '92, um, Natural and then you Born had Killers was before Dusk that. Dusk Till Dawn, 90, yeah. yeah, but that wasn't a critical hit. You know what I mean? 
It wasn't. It wasn't as well. Right. It's part of his film, like film yeah, all. filmography. Yeah. But like, we didn't get, to, and so it was kind of a different. I think it was a different time, and I think that's why they get away with it as a nod to just like adults in the crowd, because I don't think even by this point he was. Oh, there's no way kids he, would know. He was. Yeah, he was yeah. not a household name. By he was no not means. super as well known up to this point. You know, he wouldn't be a and, household name till Kill Bill came out. Yeah, that was his real big commercial success, like everywhere. So and uh, yeah, and so like for for directing credits, like Pulp Fiction, um, Reservoir Dogs, and Jackie Brown. Were probably the the uh, biggest ones. Forgot that you about really Jackie think Brown. Of. Yeah, yeah, and so it, it's kind of a. I don't think it's an obscure reference, but it's it's just a. I think a, a a safer reference to make at the time, or maybe it's not. I don't know, but um, he gets introduced, and they then begin talking about how he was independent filmmaker. He's scouting for a movie and he talks all about it and it's very clear and this is what when Sheldon brings that up about that (laughs) that fucking hunchback Eustace was such a douche to just kind Ah! of just straight away yeah he screamed yeah he was kind of he was a douche to to a fairly odd but still human looking person like to a point right right (laughs) this is a literal fucking zombie his nose is gone, but don't worry. The March glasses cover that up. Uh, yeah. You know, when someone offers you $500 trillion, or at that point, I don't trillion. even know that. So he comes in. Courage is wary. They sit down at the kitchen table. Uh, they, he shows them the script, which is Zombies from Beneath the Farm, is his <laughs> new uh, title. The return, The return of the zombies from Beneath farm which is the new title to, of the movie he's going to create oh is it return of the, yeah so they're making uh-huh. fun of star wars maybe see yeah. i don't know of that or if it's it's just reference to the fact that what's his name is we're getting there is buried under the farm or it could be even a return of the living dead yeah i was reference. gonna say they might be making fun of those movies too yeah but i don't know um and he hands eustace and he shows them the contract uh, for them to use his to use the farm for five trillion dollars for five trillion dollars, and I've tried really hard to uh, find a transcript of the actual contract, but I don't think there is one. <laughs> we what? <will> you. <laughs> yeah. There's not a transcript of that. There's the no only idea. thing we really see is we will pay five trillion dollars. Used to sees the dollar signs. He says, "Sure, we will help." That's when the nose falls off. <laughs> they miss it, though. They miss it because they read the contract. Courage freaks out. And then Courage does the fucking creepiest goddamn morph of the entire series, he's I think. He's probably oh, creepier yeah. than the zombie. Yeah, he looks because way he's creepier than the zombie. He is way grosser. He is way creepier. And, like, he has exposed, he has exposed brain. He has shambling limbs. It's f- so, so scary <laughs> comparatively to what the zombie actually looks like. And I think that's what really fucked me up to begin with was like, <laughs> yeah, the zombie. And then Courage, I was like, huh? Somebody 
spent a lot of time making sure Courage looked awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, spent... on the uh, the contract, there's a seal on it. Like uh, someone put a ribbon or whatever on it. Yeah, I see that. It's, it's Dilworth. Dilworth, yeah. Yeah. Dilworth is on the contract. They signed the contract. We continue to talk about directing, about being a star, giving Muriel a starring role. They go down to the basement. Is this the first time we've seen the basement or the second time we've seen I think it's second time, the second I think. time. Second yeah. time. I, I feel like the first time there was more shit in the basement. There was actual stuff, yes, in the basement this time. Whereas this time it is just kind of like... It's good, like a nightstand, a gas can, a broiler, table, and... I think the last time we saw down there was in the Clutching Foot, but I'm not sure. You are. I think you're right, and I think there was a bunch of stuff down there, too. Yeah, there was just boxes and shit. There was nothing yeah. pertinent. It's apparently a dirt floor in this basement. Are you saying um, that there's not places here that have, I have been in... My fair share of places looking for a new place to live where there is a been dirt basement. In one like this oh, year, but, but like oh, it's just it's still very strange. Um, yeah, and this is when we need to talk about the also just before this when they're in the kitchen. Uh, the red flowers that are <laughs> that are the wallpaper yeah, are like... for the kitchen are extra distorted. They're bloody. Yeah, I I mistook them for blood on the walls. So, and that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out if supposed to be distorted like that, or if it is just like a product of the like if if they meant to do it, or if it's just like ah, we kind of fucked up. Also, I just realized (laughs) they're not always the same fucking flowers. No, they're always different, right? No, in the first episode, they changed twice throughout it. <laughs> These uh, the e- in the first part of this episode, the kitchen has the red flowers. They look like red flowers. Then later on, when Muriel's sitting in the fucking kitchen, they're not the same fucking flowers. It's a muted, very lightly colored background instead. Yeah, that is kind of funny. It's like they put a, a blur on it and like yeah. brought up the blur enough that it looked like just blood splatter kind of on the wall. Yeah. And so now it does definitely look more like blood. So I think I'd give that to you, Sheldon. Yeah, I would <laughs> give that to you, man. For sure. And then uh, in the basement, we've got the zombie telling Muriel that she's going to be playing the role of the one that gets eaten, telling uh, Eustace he's going to dig the grave for the zombie. Uh, Courage tries to stop it. The zombie convinces, well, it doesn't have to, uh, but convinces Eustace to throw Courage out of the basement. Courage goes up to the computer, types in the guy's <laughs> name in said computer. Computer goes like, ah, fuck, I ain't got shit. Do you want to sing a song? <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't give one fuck at all. All right. I get the reference for Quentin Tarrant Teller. <laughs> but who's the other guy? Is he a reference? I, I, I don't think so. think so. You think so? I because think I... so. But I'm so. I'm scared to say what I think he is. Eric von Stronheim. So, uh, have you ever heard of a movie called Cannibal Holocaust? <laughs> where, I have. Where the I director went to jail because it may or may not have been real. He didn't go to jail. <laughs> he didn't go to jail. He ended up, uh, they investigated him. The Italian government investigated him. 
because of the the gory deaths that happened, but he was not ever sentenced. Right. Um, uh, part of it. Some people say it's a reference to Eric von Stronheim, who was a Austrian American Austrian film director. Um, maybe because the names sound similar. Similar, and... but I don't know. <laughs> wow, I just found a really weird Facebook profile from someone called Errol von Volkheim. Uh, mm. but he's an idiot because his picture is a freaky Fred. So I'm not even going to give him the uh, time of day. <laughs> And so I don't really know if that is a reference. The only one, there, there's another director that I was thinking of that could have possibly been the reference, um, but I don't think it's him. So I don't really want to bring him up because he was also kind of a shit bag. Um, but I, I don't think so. Um. I don't know if he is an actual reference to anything. Yeah, I, yeah, I did some research and I can't see anything. I can't find anything. Oh, so. I was kind of hoping he was. Yeah, but we can believe he is. Oh, we can. It's a very German-sounding name. I mean, it's so very German. It's probably spooky. I'm scared. Um, but yeah. I don't I don't think so from what I've been able to see. Um anyway, there's that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the, the the moon and the random Mars? planet in space. Yeah. I'm going to go with Mars. It, it looks like Jupiter, I'm going to say Mars. So why is know. Mars smaller than the also, moon? Also, <laughs> by the way, like uh these two episodes show fucking massive celestial bodies in both yeah. of them. Yeah. Um it's all hinting but, towards the old ones rising up again. Yep. And then up at the computer desk, finally, Courage finds something about uh, the director Tarantella and Volkheim. Turns out they were amateur film directors. They were also murderers. <laughs> so that's cool. And they only killed 12 people. Not only. Uh, they both went to jail. Volkheim was done good behavior. And Tarantella was killed in or died in prison, uh, and so now they and then he looked up. Well, where is the other one buried? Underneath the farm. <laughs> and then bah! And the script is no. a big deal. Yes, and yeah. so Courage sneaks his way back into the basement, uh, reads the script, tries to find it but can't. Muriel is tied down, very happy to be in the movie. Eustace is still digging the grave. Uh, Courage gets thrown into a chest who he then breaks the bottom out and starts hopping <laughs> over to where the script is held. That's when the two planets align. And the scariest scene in the episode. And the fucking weirdest shit happens. Yeah, so... What a good Tarantella... moment in the animation, by the way. Yeah. Tarantella gives Eustace the directing thing. Uh, the planets align. And... We see <laughs> Volkheim rise from the grave, and I am sufficiently <laughs> unsettled because uh, Tarantella at least kind of still looks like a person. Like he's a zombie. He's very clearly a zombie, but he's wearing like a 
out. He talks he like a person. <laughs> got a silly nose. <laughs> but the, no matter how unsettling his design is, Volkheim's <laughs> initial appearance legitimately is fucking terrifying. It's so, it's, oh, yeah. It's straight out of a horror movie. <laughs> As he <laughs> reels back and hisses and fucking... Yeah, no, he reels back and throws his head forward like you would imagine, like a, a terrifying That's... fucking movie. Yeah. Like, if you if you were to take this scene and put him in, like, like put it in makeup or CG, that shit would be straight out of Creepshow. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that 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 would be the correct yeah. placement for it. We don't and call him creeps anymore. No, Jeff. Show's a fucking terrifying movie. Um, Who wants to ride the raft? <laughs> you see that part where Dan Aykroyd turns his face into a zombie? That was cool. Um, <laughs> What's this animal doing underneath the stairs? Mm. Uh, but um. I watched Creep Show way too much as a kid. Thanks, thanks for that unlocked memory. Yeah. Um, but he gets out. The zombies have a reconnection. <laughs> it's really fucking scary. Like if I was a child. Oh yeah, by the way, Volkheim's missing a fucking foot. <laughs> Eustace still on board. He's still getting paid. Who? He's he, like, these are good Eustace effects. Eustace knows. These guys Eustace like this fucking like... knows, but he knows. He's enough getting, to like oh. he's getting paid five trillion dollars like you know what no fuck it <laughs> now they're gonna eat the lady and they begin and eustace stalls courage has made his way over to the script is fear ferociously scribbling down we all uh, know that first draft new <laughs> things to yeah. add and then I didn't eustace realize goes this... i don't know what you're supposed to do and then they got to check the script work at the script you dumbass and then check the script. Let dog out of crate. Oh, I didn't write that, but it's in the script. Says that doesn't sound right. Tarantella. Sounds like some shit a hacky twist director would Yeah, write. what is this, a union gig? What the fuck is that? And then they check it again, and it says, Zombos, zombies, go back to the grave. And zombies, go back to the grave. I was going to say, Zombo sounds like a really bad... Uh... It does, right? It sounds <laughs> like... <laughs> it actually... It, it really sounds like... Um... It, what it really sounds like is it sounds like in like 2075. It's a derogatory term. <laughs> when we figured out a way to like raise the dead from the grave. <laughs> and Fuck you, like, Zombo. Get a job. You're, you're, yeah. you're one of them Zombos, aren't you? And like huh. that's gonna be that's gonna be the new. new when the dead new are trend. taking all our jobs, when we're really hey, fucked. Germs, all they do is work for brain. All they do is sit there. Decompose. They me, don't have I... to eat. They don't have to sleep. Fuck, how are we supposed to compete with that? Go back to the graves where you belong. You Ex fucking... Excuse me while I go write the best screenplay. <laughs> you guys Sadly, are way I too think, into I this. Think, I think I actually stole that from a story I already read. That so. was really shitty. Yeah. You guys ever watched True Blood? Uh, no. Yeah, no. Oh. It was a great HBO series with so much nudity. Um, Ooh, about man. vampires oh, living amongst us. I know what vampires. you're talking about. Yes, I've seen some stuff. Yes, it. it was about the Sookie Stackhouse books, which I'm sure are fine. Um, but <laughs> anyway, uh, it was it was basically about vampires that moved into fucking the South and were trying to. I'm real. I think it was an allegory for civil. Rights. 
Let's put it right. They yeah, it was because um, they they had that scene where the the gay uh, the gay cook came out and Lafayette like, is his name. Yep, yes Lafayette. it is. And came out and basically fucking yelled at a dude. Yeah, but there's that. But like, there was a whole big thing, and there was all other supernatural stuff, and they had to deal with like, you can't call vampires suckers and things <laughs> like that, and it was weird. And I was like, man, somebody jumped the gun. It was like how I really wanted to write a love story after Twilight came out about zombies, and then somebody wrote Warm Bodies, and I got real mad. Oh yeah, I, I remember that, that movie. movie was not as good as I wanted it to be. And- I zombie, I, I zombie is the same kind of fucking deal. I zombie is a different thing though, because it's like it's a, a TV th- show and uh, it's fine. It's the same. And she idea. solves crimes, but she still has to eat the brain. That's a thing. Welcome to WB. It doesn't make good shows, but damn it, do they make a lot of them? <laughs> they put Martin on the air. Um, like I said, they don't make good shows, but. <laughs> So this goes on, then the zombies got to crawl in the grave. Both zombies are very mad at the fact that <laughs> the script says to do that, but they have to follow the script, apparently. Courage picks up all the dirt, buries them, Muriel is saved, and then Courage puts on the nose and the glasses zombie, and we all <laughs> went, that's gross, don't do that. Close up. <laughs> um, they zoom in. And, and like, then it's oh. like, yeah. haha, show's over. So, would you like some trivia from that episode? I'm going to beat you to it, but sure. Wow. <laughs> uh, the first appear- this, this episode is the first appearance of Benton Tarantella and Ern von Volkheim. Isn't it the only appearance? I believe it's the only appearance for von Volkheim. Benton comes back later. Benton will come back in does another episode. Fuck. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Or does he? Are you sure? Uh, that's what the fucking thing says. No, uh, I don't think he comes back at all. Oh yeah, he does. He comes in angry, nasty people. Yeah, that comes. Is in that the, scene. the is that the same one where they all come back? Um, it looks like it. Yes. Uh, yes. It, um. Oh no, it's okay. I see. Uh, no, it's it's another. It's episode. a show that's on the TV that is directed by him. Fuck. Right. So it's that's fucking, fucking meta. meta, man. Yeah, that's fucking meta to the max. <laughs> fucking meta. Uh, obviously, um, obviously, Benton Tarantella's name is allu- is allusion to movie yeah. director Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a reference. Wow. In the ep- in this episode, the computer is voiced by Paul Schaefer instead of the usual voice actor Simon Pell. I didn't notice the difference. So. Yeah, I didn't either. The contract... also that's it's it's Paul. Uh, Schofler. Is not it not Schaefer. Paul Schaefer? The it is not Paul Schaefer. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Suddenly the computer's like, mm-hmm-hmm. oh, I wanted to be real cool. Uh-huh. That'd be super fucking awesome. <laughs> Courage is tie. Courage is tie. Hey. Oh, we would have noticed uh, that for sure. This would be fucking Paul Schaefer. Can we sing a song? Do you want to sing a song? That it would make more sense. Hey, for hey, that to be there. Yeah, it is uh, not. It is not. It is not the Paul Schaefer from the David Letterman show. Oh, man. Uh, so or, the... Or or the Paul Schaefer from fucking Ghostbusters 2000. Not Ghostbusters. Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, okay. I was going to say... No! Yeah, the bad one. Ugh. Hey, remember that sequel where they were like, what if we made the Blues Brothers again, but Jim, John Belushi's dead? 
That's okay. We'll get some other big guy that's kind of. Fun. You mean everyone involved that basically is dead, but Dana Aykroyd. Who should who should <laughs> we get? We should get. Uh oh! What the fuck is his name? Dude, it doesn't even matter. Uh, I didn't see it. I don't give a fuck about the 2000 Blues Brothers. It's so bad. It's such a bad sequel. Um, it's such a bad sequel. So the uh, more trivia: the contract scene early in the episode shows that they will be paid five trillion dollars. John Goodman. That's his, that's who's in it. <laughs> oh boy, what a great get! They couldn't find anybody better, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no. And also, there's a kid, and also there's a black man. So therefore, hilarious. Joe Morton and uh... <laughs> oh God, is the kid's name was the character for the kid's name was Buster Blues. Boo! Get out. Bad writing. Who's the guy? Yes, it it's so bad. It is I a think, terrible I film. Think. Who's the guy from yeah. SNL? The uh, what's his the name? The main producer person. Um, uh, it can't come to me because we. You drinking. shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't have told me that. Uh, I I don't know, but here's another fun fact about the Blues Brothers 2000. I'm hijacking your trivia. <laughs> the budget was 31 million dollars. The box office 14 million dollars. Oh, you're saying they didn't get a return on investment? Oh man, oh. big fucking surprise! Who, yeah, who would have fucking not. guessed that? Have you you've seen that movie, right? Also, there's a movie. There was. Came out in 2009. There was a movie that came out in 2009 that was called Gooby. G O O B Y. And it starred, and I shit you not, Hagrid from fucking uh, whatever it's called from Harry Potter. He was in that shit. And I should not yeah. have done that. No, he should not have. <laughs> yeah. Because that movie had a, bu- a budget of $6.1 million and made $3,000. box. Oh my god. <laughs> what a tank. It's oh. so bad. Anyway, they sold five DVDs. Trivia. Uh, the last trivia for this episode is this episode shares its music with Angry Nasty People, Mondo Magic, Mondo and The Magic. Bride of Swamp Monster. Which are all episodes um, of Courage, of course. Yeah, and uh, all of those come later. They are, yeah, way are. later in the series. And that's it for trivia. It, yeah, it's... <sighs> it's a thing. It is a fucking thing, my dudes. Like... It's a, it's a episode. It's definitely a memorable episode. It's so fucking disturbing. Like, that... Like, uh, writer was Craig, uh, Sherman. Sherman. Sherman? Sherman? Oh, good. Yeah, go ahead and say it like that. Uh, he wrote the Duck, he was on, credited on Duck Brothers as well. And sure, um, yeah. There's a couple of them he was on. Yeah. But, oh, um, come on. Don't, don't go to his fandom page. Uh, <laughs> his fandom page has the stupidest thing at the bottom of all the episodes he's written. Where it's just oh, like, really? others. And there's no hyperlink to the others. <laughs> like they, oh, we just don't know. Others. Okay. If you don't know, then don't put it down, you fucker. He he wrote a lot of courage, by the way. It looks. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, but also he was a big writer in, uh, for different Muppet things and oh. for, uh, the most recent one is something called Seven D. 
which I now have to figure out what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. Uh, oh my god, it's that show. It's a porn. Hey, Disney at one point in time decided to do a animated oh. series regarding the Seven Dwarves. Ugh, it was called Seven D. It was called Seven D. Fucking right. Put away the checkbook, Disney. Oh, Disney, Disney, Disney. Disney has enough money to make mistakes like that. Disney has enough money to yell at God. Um, <laughs> I, was given a mega- I was given a megaphone at work the other day, and that was all I could think of as I walked around and talked to people that were two feet away from me with my megaphone. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Why are you over there? It was my favorite thing in the entire world. Then somebody gave me an air horn. And the, fu- <laughs> and the world was my order. <laughs> I could do everything. It was that they Simpsons episode where Bart puts the 15 megaphones together. Oh, and yes. And then fucking, yeah, the fly comes by. That's <laughs> great. God, it was great. Um, so, uh, it's what we call difficulty tweak. It was so good. What's a good rating system for this one? Um, well, I don't know. Shambling don't know. corpses. Uh, how about, how about uh, clappers, which is what? Spooky eyes. Uh, um, fucking noses. Like... What's? Oh <laughs> no, Groucho Mark disguises. Groucho yeah, Mark's yeah, noses. Groucho Mark's noses. Yeah, there yeah. You go. Groucho Mark's disguises, noses, glasses, whatever you want to call it. I give it a four. Groucho Mark's disguises had a five. Oh, I, I agree yeah. with that statement. So I give, it, I give that to um. I think that it should be as memorable as Rain. Yeah, for yeah. sure. This is it not makes my me mad. Work. You're it's a horrible not... artist. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me mad that it's not as memorable. Like I think it should be up there. I I I really do. It it has. It was good, and it's it, creeped me out. It's so. so fucking it creepy. One, yeah. Like if I was a kid, I would lose at this shit. I would probably turn it off because it's not over. It's not overtly like. Cutting the the creep factor with comedy. It's it's just there's there's creepy things in it that don't yeah. complement the. Com- I mean, it does complement the comedy, but there's not overly comic comedic people in it. It's just yeah. it's more a creepy story, just yeah, with jokes to help tie like, over just how creepy it actually is. Oh, by the way, um, everything makes sense now that their house is built on a fucking graveyard. Oh, well, yeah, like... That makes total sense. I am really shocked. They don't ever bring in, like, an Indian burial ground. No, because that would be insensitive. <laughs> no, it's the 2000s. It's totally different. No one gave a fuck, then. That I mean, they did, but it was a different time. It's weird that I have to say that, though. It's 2019, and we have to say, like, oh, yeah, no, 2000 was a different time. Pre-9-11 well, was a different I would say pre-9-11, pre-Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl, like... Every problem that there could be has not happened yet. Yeah. It's, it's all very, very strange. <laughs> but, like, I, it's such a good episode. Like, I really like that. I don't know why it was the B episode. Yeah, I. Um, they should have led with that for sure. But maybe they, they wanted you to, like, if you stayed through, you actually got it. You got the episode. Maybe. <laughs> this is also, like, you can really tell the cartoon is must be being ran by people that don't necessarily vet a whole bunch of things or they just gave creators a whole bunch more no they gave them so much more freedom like i did research on like the starter cartoon network and like their original programming 
Yeah. Like the first original show on Cartoon Network was Space Ghost. So like Which is which is so crazy to me. Yeah, it's <laughs> adult program on a cartoon station. Yeah. So like at this point they're just like, Yeah, you're you're not cursing. There's no overtly sexual things, mm-hmm. although the A part of the episode <laughs> kinda had but, that. Uh, but then I, I think you can still get away with that at that point. Yeah, like know? even then they're they were just like, Yeah, that that's fine, whatever, fuck it. Like it's as oh, long yeah. as as long as you're putting out content <laughs> It'll be fine. Well, and, and I think that's what's so funny is like we go we if you look at Cartoon Network at this time, you've got like Courage, you've got I mean Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy pop up, or at least Grim and Evil are. I was gonna say that's that's the there. next that's the next um, era. Yeah. But like you've got all this stuff for a while, and then like we we then get into the, the dark times of of the live actions. Yeah, where they cut off and, all new animation and they did only yeah. live action, which was a dumb and, idea. And that was a time, and I'm really happy that Andrew WK had a job for a while. But... Well, I mean, they killed shows like Flapjack and Chowder, which was not yeah. a good idea because those Chowder, were good shows. By, by the way, if you've not watched Chowder, you should go watch it just because it's, it's <laughs> just so silly. Yeah, Pepper it's... spray? That sounds delicious! <laughs> I was wrong! I was horrible! <laughs> <laughs> Those are really good shows for what they are. Like it was so good. Flapjack was, and I think Flapjack is the kind of the next successor to a Courage esque show, because yeah. it's also weird and creepy. It just is. It's it's not built around that. In in Flapjack, you're re, you're dealing with a character who sees the world so happily, and right. so so wonderfully. Whereas, and it's not a it's not supposed to be like creepy, but it totally is. And like here, you've got. Uh, a show that's supposed to be creepy that is sometimes extremely warm. What what is the uh, the quote from Flapjack where it's like, "I'll be in your dreams, like even the bad ones." <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's really weird, but like, I think that we're seeing an uptick with uh, courage at at midpoint mid season first season. And it's it's gonna be really interesting to to watch where we're here because again, like I totally didn't remember the first part of this episode, and I'm realizing as we go through it, there's a lot of episodes where I I only have vague remembrance because they're not the the main focus show or focus episodes that we talked about or that we we remember seeing, you know? Yeah, yeah. That and it. It's definitely coming to its own, like, right? It's it's definitely showing its own personality, even on episode 9 of season 1, which I think it only has 12 episodes. Yeah, it has 13. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes uh, and, and see what I don't remember. Oh, yeah, um, it ends like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... But, no, I, I think that's a, a good place for us to stop... Yeah, I um, think I could talk a longer time about. <laughs> well, Anchor only lets us post as much as we can. I don't, you know. But uh, our next episode that we're gonna cover next month is the Snowman Cometh, and the precious, wonderful, adorable, loving duckling. Oh, that is the next episode, which oh. has to be the least courage title. I have ever read. But the most Courage episode, if I remember and correctly. So, <laughs> so there's that. Um, 
it's been fun. It, it has been a trip. I we've 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 ran the gambits of emotions. Um, always remember that if you you go check out our our Twitter at the liquid is it liquid underscore podcast is that what it is? Uh, it is. <laughs> Uh, right. It is the at liquid underscore podcast. Yes, sir. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> see us there. Drop us a DM. Give us a give us a, a tweet. Say give hi. us a fan fiction. Give us a howdy. Um, do whatever you know. Say say hi. Uh, enjoy listening to us wherever your podcasts are listened to. Yes, I listen to every. I I reply to every DM that you send me on there. For better yeah. or for worse, Tim Tim is is dealing Tim with makes that. Makes mistakes <laughs> every day. Tim, he's dealing with that one right now. I have yet to hijack the Twitter from him. So if you need to, which feel could free be to. for the better or for worse, you probably shouldn't let me. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know I don't have to rant about uh people exploiting your your feelings for for views, uh, <laughs> making you think you listened to something when you really didn't. Damn, it's been a month and we're not over that. I still <laughs> I'm not keeps, over it either. I don't I don't like him at all. That dude keeps putting up videos that are just that are still the same and I'm still mad about it and I'm still not gonna give I you just, his name because I don't want you to go to him. I just can't believe that after he was called out on another channel for doing the same shit, he has not been called out for this secondary bullshit. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's it is. so amazing to me. That is the America we live in now. Um, but as always, I was I was Taylor, and I was semi-angry, but not as angry as some, because I didn't read the news. And as always, I was joined by Sheldon. Yay, it's me. And Tim. <laughs> what a noise. And, and we are here to talk to you about a cartoon about a, a pinkish, purplish dog, and we will be excited to hear and talk to you uh next next month so goodbye everyone and goodbye. enjoy your halloween bye bye that was the liquid courage podcast an in-depth look at every episode of courage the cowardly dog on the next episode, we check out The Snowman Cometh and the precious, wonderful, adorable, lovable duckling. Music was provided by Visionless. You can find them at www.soundcloud.com slash V-I-S-I-O-N-L-3-S-S. We do not own the rights to Courage the Cowardly Dog. Until next time, have a wonderful night. I never saw that ending coming.